Welcome to Chai with Sam Dosa. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Blessings to you. My podcast Chai with Sam Dosa is in inception since June 2020. And I have been blessed and privileged to invite some amazing guests around the world. We having a heart-centered conversation where my guests share their journey, their wisdom, their uh, trial and tribulations, and how they have achieved the sanity of being present in this moment, which is amazingly beautiful for a lot of people, but some people might look at it as a curse. My podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes, and all other major podcast uh, platforms. So check it out and give us a feedback. How do you think? What should we do to improve it better? So I'm your guest. Well, I'm your guest as well as I'm your uh, host, Sam Dosa. So today I got uh, Sharon. Uh, Well, I would let her talk about what she does because she has been on uh, some amazing journeys around the globe, as well as the way she has uh, developed her life as professionally which is when I heard about her stories and her journey, it was quite significantly important to be shared to a lot of people. So without any further await, I would say welcome Sharon to my podcast, Chayri Samdosa. Thank you, Sam. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you. Pleasure. Okay. So tell us uh, who Sharon is and what's her uh, uh, business and what exactly makes you wake up in the morning and purpose? Yeah, awesome. Thank you. So, yeah, so I'm Sharon Sammy. So thank you for listening to me today. I'm based in the UK. I'm a mother and a wife. I've got two amazing Earth Angel children. So that's really my main goal in life. You know, my, my family are really important to me. But I spent the last 20 years of my life in the corporate banking world in the UK. And I loved what I did with a passion. And I accelerated at such a fast pace, you know, whether it was on the on the income side, but also I grew and I developed to such a high level as well. I loved what I did with a passion. But then 15 years ago, into while I was working in the banking industry, I opened my eyes eyes up to the personal development world. Okay, it started with picking up the book, The Secret, which many of you out there listening have probably read it, or if you haven't, I highly recommend that book called The Secret. And it was life-changing for me, it really was. It was like such an eye-opener. And that was really the start of my personal development journey. I then went on as a natural psychic medium myself. I went on to become a Reiki healer master teacher. Then I trained at a high level and became an advanced theta healing practitioner. And if that wasn't enough, I literally spent my annual leave from the banking world to to work towards becoming a licensed NLP master practitioner. And then if that wasn't enough, I became a certified life coach, an infinite possibilities trainer and a strategic interventions coach, all while working full time in the banking industry. And partway through about 10 years ago, I got married and had my two children as well. So my strong belief is really anything is possible. You know, you can do anything if you put your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit, your heart, your heart into it. You can really achieve your true greatness. And so then what I then discovered was I was working in the banking industry. I loved it with a passion. But when I had my two children, my whole outlook of life completely changed so I went back into the banking industry after my two maternity leaves and I thought there's got to be more to life than this you know I love what I do but I really need to share my message I you know I've personally developed and trained myself to such a high level that I started running workshops within the banking environment I was working in personal development workshops all about energetics the law of attraction manifesting gratitude you know a lot of positivity and the the basically that the feedback was that people really really loved it and I was talking about all this emotional intelligence getting in tune with your your real true feelings and your thoughts and this was over probably about 10 years ago and then I just thought to myself I really need to 
take a step out of the banking industry and really follow my passion and my passion as an empowerment coach and intuitive healer. So I managed to manifest me leaving the banking industry last year. So before the pandemic, so at the start of 2020, and it was the most amazing feeling ever because I could really be, you know, that light shining out into the world. And my purpose, as you mentioned, Sam, my purpose now as an empowerment coach and intuitive healer is to really help to empower women around the world to really rec reclaim their personal power, to overcome any personal limitations, any barriers, fears, you know, self-doubts, any concerns, to really live that dream life, you know, to really reach out to their true greatness where anything is possible. Because it has been for me, and you know, it can be for you out there listening as well. I'm also a serial manifester. So, you know, using the power of your mind, your intentions to really, you know, open up miracles daily in your life to then reclaim your power, to then turn your dreams into a reality. So that's really my purpose, to empower women around the world to really reclaim their personal power. That's amazing. That's, amazing. Uh, that's a, a beautiful purpose. And what you have uh, described here is it's possible as such there is nothing as impossible because if you break the word impossible it says i am possible it's the way you see things is the way you uh, tell things to yourself possibilities are there manifestation is happening every second if you know how to manifest and that's the beauty of it. And people like uh, you as being gone through your own journey and put things in perspective that this is my story, this is how I manifested everything, gives people a hope to be ready. I think we are living in a society of, uh, not only society, we are living in fear of a lot of things because our journey has been... Um, hold by somebody else because we don't know how mm -hmm. our own journey because we are looking at it am i happy where i am what suffices me is my job suffices me is my relation suffices me my children suffices me and i'm happy i'm in this bubble i'm very happy i don't want to look outside the box but when things are started to shift like this covid happened a lot of people has gone through with a very uncertainty in their journey in regards to being present in the house with their wife and their husband and the children which was not everybody's cup of tea because people were not intent to look at that way but suddenly everything has shifted and they started to be in the same arena and that's where the thought of i would say people started to get scared having a doubts having an uncertainty about themselves as their future as well, because they were they're completely forgotten. Universe actually have turned around everything. COVID has been just a, what I call it a, a signal to start to mm -hmm. shift your mindset, to start to think, why, what is my purpose? Why I'm here? Am I here just to work? Or am I here just to be a husband or a wife or a, or a children? What is our purpose? We are starting to starting to explore those things because that was never been there. We were living in a sort of a very easy life saying, oh, everything is going very well. Who bothered about this and that? And suddenly, suddenly it's my God. Is this what is all about? So in your uh, journey, which you have described and very eloquently you mentioned about your journey in terms of how you have manifested. Would you share in a, such a way where you are talking about being on commercials on, on TV? How did you manifest those sort of things? Because I think people are looking to hear a, a genuine stories with, with, uh, with some sort of a solid uh, way of finding its possibilities are there. As I said earlier, there is no such thing as impossible. If you manifest, yeah. is I am possible. So looking at looking at the beauty in front of you. So would you please uh, uh, share that journey? Yeah, definitely. Before I mention the TV and the commercials, I just want to basically mention that 
I went, when I went to university, I left university with a banking degree, which I was so grateful for. And then I literally applied for so many jobs. And what one thing that you need to do is obviously taking that action. You need to take that inspired action. And I, I took a lot of action in my last year at university. And then the result of that action was I got offered three graduate banking roles. And these were really like, you know, fantastic roles to have with top banks in the UK. One of them was actually um, an Australian bank. And then what I thought to myself and my parents said to me, you know, be really grateful. This is a great position. And I said, yeah, it's a great position to be in. But then what I did was I thought outside the box, okay, outside the box thinking, in fact, let's just blow the box up, okay, let's just blow the box up and let's just go to, you know, what is it that I wanted to manifest? Well, basically, I was in a great position. So I reversed the interviews. I re-interviewed each of the managers that had given me the position and said, why should I work for you? Now, my parents actually said to me, I don't think you should do that, um, you know, because you should be so grateful. You should just accept one of the jobs. And I said, but I'm in such a great position. So sometimes when the external, you know, all these people, the events, the circumstances, situations are trying to influence you in a particular way, you've got to know deep within your heart. What is it that you want and what is it that you desire and really go for that passion? So I reversed the interviews and the result of it was that I said yes to working for the Australian bank in Birmingham in the UK. And I'd actually secured a pay rise of just over 10% without even starting in the position. So that just blew my mind without even knowing about the law of attraction or anything like that. It literally blew my mind. So I was in such a privileged position, started the role, absolutely loved it. And then after a year, I got promoted um, I applied internally and I got promoted and started working for the Treasury Department. So um, working with foreign exchange, trading currencies for clients, interest rate derivatives and all of that lovely stuff. And to be honest, it wasn't an easy journey. And I tell you why it wasn't easy. Internally, it was the most fantastic journey. But externally, there was so much resistance from other people within the office environment. How has somebody left university and after a year got this position when I've been working here for 20 years and I haven't even had the position and shall I tell you what the difference was and the difference comes back to what I just first mentioned you've got to take that action I actually applied for this job and the reason I'm telling you this is because when I applied for this job after working in the banking industry for about a year in this graduate position I looked at this vacancy and I thought I don't have any of the credentials to do this position. <laughs> I don't have any of the experience, but I'm capable. You know, it's having that self-worth. It's having that self-belief deep within yourself, knowing that you can actually do this. And then when everybody else is saying to you, when you talk to them, oh, it's impossible. You know, you can't do it. You have to work in the banking industry for 10 years. You have to climb the ladder. You know, you have to do the filing and the faxing and making the teas and coffees. And then you get an assistant role. Then you get a different role and then you climb up the ladder. So for me being here to jump up to here, there was a lot of resistance I faced in the banking industry and the people in the office environment. And then I took a step back and I thought, what is going on here? And the key difference is, and this is what I really want to share with you, and it's so important, is first of all, believing in yourself and your capabilities. Even when everybody else is saying it's impossible, believing what it is, first of all, that you want, and then going out and getting it, taking that action. So I took the action and it was absolutely amazing. But what I'm going to share now with you <laughs> is absolutely mind blowing. And I'm just going to quickly share it um, without obviously spending hours and hours, <laughs> just in a few minutes. When I then thought, because it was an Australian company, I thought, actually, what is my dream? My dream is to move to Australia. So the powers that be, one of my old friends from university contacted me and said, should we go to Australia? And this was completely bizarre because I, I didn't know how I was going to get to Australia and all of that stuff. All I knew that the company I was working for at that time in the UK, the Australian company, I could do a two year secondment in Australia. But initially I wanted to see what is Australia like? What would it be like? So my friend at the blue, she contacted me and said, should we go to Australia? And I said, yeah, let's go. 
So we literally went and we were like glorified backpackers with our suitcases and our five star hotels. And we were doing like internal flights, like in six weeks, 10 internal flights, traveling all down um, the east coast of um, Australia. And in the meantime, I also went into Sydney into the trading floor to see what it was like, because obviously anything is possible. You can make your dreams come true. And this is just what happened. I went there. The trading floor was amazing. The people were fantastic. Um, and then I got this feeling deep in my heart and I was like, I'm missing my mom and dad. <laughs> I'm missing my family. So I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't take that jump to Australia. And I knew in that moment, I'm homesick. I need to go back to the UK. I don't feel that I can do this. And then this is where things started to shift because I can remember I was on this boat sailing across the Great Barrier Reef. Okay, the sun shining. You can see the beautiful sea. The ambience was so amazing. And I looked up and I can remember, this is exactly what I said. And you listening to this can say these exact same words. If anything was possible for me, what would be possible? Okay, so you could say these words to yourself, put your hand on your heart and say, if anything was possible for me, what would be possible? And then just connect inwards to your intuition. Your intuition will guide you. Your higher self will guide you. My intuition told me TV. And then the ego mind will come up and the ego mind is a devil because the ego mind said, the ego mind, sorry, not the eagle. The ego mind said, no way. You can't do this. You've got banking degree. You've got a fantastic position when you go back to the UK. You can't do TV. You've got no acting experience. There's no way you can do it. So again, it's listening. Well, not listening to your self-critic because it's your inner thoughts, your inner doubts. And then the angel on the shoulder, my higher mind, my intuition said, you can do this. You can really do this. So got back to the UK. And then I then took what I've always been saying, you've got to take the action. Even if you don't know what action to take, because I had no idea, I literally downloaded a whole list of acting agents and I phoned them up and I introduced, I had no idea what I was saying and I phoned them up and I just started waffling. This is what I want. Um, I want to be on TV. Can you help me? And everybody was saying, no, no put it in writing, send us a letter. So long story short is <laughs> I literally got my laptop out and I, this weekend it was raining outside, it was raining abundance and I was still carrying on and I literally got my laptop and I tailored every single letter to each individual agent. So I made it Pacific, like I knew so much about each individual agent up and down the country. So this was like London to, to Glasgow, every single agent, most agents, and I was sending letters to over 50 TV agents. And I'm still working in banking and I have no idea what I'm doing or where this is going. My intuition is saying, you need to get on TV, which was a childhood dream of mine to be on TV when I was really little and shunned that because I went into banking. And so I sent these letters and I had self-addressed um, envelopes. So a lot of stamps, a lot of postage, and I sent the letters off. And then what I did was I just let it go. And that's another key thing, because when you really want something, try not to attach to the outcome, because that's just sending mixed signals to the universe. So I literally carried on <laughs> with my work, carried on with life until I got the first reply back and it was a rejection. I cried. <laughs> I literally stood there crying. I was like, oh, no, this is what I'm supposed to do. and. I've got to know, what am I going to do? <laughs> you know, all of these emotions coming through. And then I got another no, another no, another no. So this carried on for about two or three weeks. And if you can imagine having that many no's, that many rejections, your ego is still telling you your internal narrative saying, you can't do this. Who do you think you are? You can't go on TV. You've got a banking degree. What are your parents going to say? They want you to be in this professional job, you know, this professional banking job you can't go on tv and then my higher mind is saying sharon focus you got this you've got this you know it's yours you've got this and so i let it go released i put a smile on my face it's still raining abundance outside because we're in the uk <laughs> the sun's occasionally shining i'm put, got a smile on my face 
Then I get this letter. Guess what the letter is? <laughs> it's a yes. <laughs> I get this yes. Okay, I get this yes. And I'm head over heels. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. It's so magical. And it was also in the town, the city I was living in, up north in the UK. So it wasn't ha having to leave to go to London or Glasgow. It was literally in the city. So that was amazing. And then just to put this into context now, just to really just to, to summarize this whole whole story is I started doing I left I left for a stint to the banking industry and I started doing background work. And I was just like saying to my agent, this is just not for me. And he said, you've got to start somewhere. You've got to do this for a few years. I said, hang on a few years. How many years specifically? And he said, oh, at least like three to five years. You have no acting experience. I said, I don't have three or five years to do this. You need to put me forward for TV commercials. And he said, you don't have any acting experience. And this is where you really need to home in on your qualities. You really need to feel that personal power within because you can do this. So I then mentioned everything. Okay, you haven't got somebody who's as tall as me, who's my ethnicity, who's confident. And I really bigged myself up. And my, my ego mind is saying, Sharon, go back to banking. <laughs> you, you, don't, you can't do this. <laughs> and my intuition is saying, just carry on. So my agent then, after a few no's, he put me forward for TV commercials. So I was doing a lot of TV commercials, even some headline front, um, front role in TV commercials. And then if that wasn't enough, and this was in the space of a few months, I went back to my agent and I said, Mark, You've got to put me forward for a proper role in a TV program, like a proper role, like a permanent role. I'm not interested in being an extra or background work. And he again, he said to me, that's impossible. He says, you have no acting experience. You've got to be doing this for at least five years. And I said, who said it's five years? And he said, that's just the industry norm. I'm sorry. That's the best I can do. So what did I do? <laughs> I phoned him up every single day. Every single day, my ego was telling me, Sharon, stop it. Go back to banking. My intuition was saying, get on the phone, ring him up. If he says no, it doesn't matter because it's a fail forward. And that's the key thing here to take away that if you, you get a no, you get a rejection. It's a learning. It's not a failure. It's a learning. And I learned that from all of these no's. I was just even more determined. He was saying no, it was driving me forward. I was like, I'm going to crack it. So after 13 phone calls, <laughs> he said no. I was laughing, crying, all these emotions. The 14th phone call he said to me was, Sharon, would you like to do an audition? I was like, yes, send me to the audition. So I went to this audition and it was for a top UK um, TV soap. It was, first of all, it was a featured role. And I got there, there was all of these people there and there was only like one part and imposter syndrome. My ego, the devil was saying to me, look at everybody else, look at them externally. They're so thin, they're a different ethnicity. Look how tall they are, look how thin they are, look how beautiful they are. Look at dumpy you, look at you with a banking degree. You got no acting experience, you're sitting here, you shouldn't be here, you should be back in the office. My ego mind was going to play, literally. And then my higher mind come up, the angel on the shoulder and said, Sharon, you, this is what you want. This is what you've been working for. This is your passion. You go in there and you shine your light so bright that this position is already yours. So I went in to, I went in to the audition. I sat there and I sat there and this is something to really take away all of you listening out there, I sat there in the power of it's already happened, as if it's already happened, as if I'm already this top star actress. I sat there in my personal power and I gave them whatever they wanted. And they said to me, oh, you've answered all of our questions in the first answer, in the first question. He said, you've answered everything. Thank you. I was like, that was amazing. I went back home and I sat there and I detached from the outcome. I just thought, well, that was a great experience. Let's see what happens. I got a phone call from Mark and he said, guess what? You've got it. I was like, really? When you told me it was impossible, I've got the position. I've made it possible because like you said, Sam, 
I'm possible, made it possible. So I started working there for three weeks. And then because I, I got in touch with, I got to know all of the right people um, in the right places. Um, I got offered a permanent role in this top UK TV soap with no acting experience, with the ego mind going to play, telling me I'm not good enough, telling me I'm not worthy enough, telling me I can't do it, with external people, even my acting agents, act, acting agents saying it's impossible. I did it. So I just wanted to share that with you. And Sam, thank you for giving me the opportunity because it's so important to you out there listening that if you've got a dream and it doesn't matter if you're qualified in it, if you've got the information, even if you don't even know how, okay, just first of all, know what it is, what's that purpose, what's that dream, and you can achieve it. You can get into your personal power because anything is possible. That's my key mantra. So thank you, Sam. <laughs> thank you for listening to that as well. It's amazing because what happened is a lot of uh, people, what we are, looking at is uh, because as you mentioned you know our mind has been developed is always going to come up to protect you that's how that's his responsibility this is responsibility of our mind is always going to say no yeah no no you have to start thinking what is possible for you you have to take action your mind is always going to come in and just say whatever is going to be good for you is going to say no it's not good for you don't do it don't do it. It's creating a fear because our mind has been developed like that. We have to go into more deeper consciousness and going into to that level of uh, alignment, to level of uh, resilience and everything, and just come out and they'll say, you know what, whatever, 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 whoever, whatever, who anybody says about this, I'm going to still going to do it because it's my journey. I'm going to take the first step. I know when you start a business and when you talk to your uh, parents, your friends, and everybody, everybody's going to say, no, it's not going to work. Don't, don't bother. Don't leaving your job. You know, you do go to jobs, your secure job. We have been conditioned. We have been conditioned from the childhood. And I, I use this uh, unknown statement every time in my journey is that we are born to win, but conditioned to fail. We are born winners. Mm. Who went, who came to, who won the lottery first? You. You came to this world because you won the lottery with millions of sperms <laughs> and then you came out. That was your first lottery, which is very important to hear that. And then the conditioning happened because when you are surrounded by people who are conditioning you, your mother, your father, your teachers, your siblings, everybody's conditioning. By the time you are seven years old, you are very well conditioned to a lot of things. And then you are continue to be conditioned to a lot of things. And that's where we are going back when somebody says to you when you are adult in your teen or you are adult in your job and something somebody says to you come outside that box you go back to that conditioning and say no no no, i was not being told to do that <laughs> i'm not interested so you are not integrating with people people will look at you and say this person is not integrating and that's where you started to fall apart from a lot of people people look at you and say this person does not integrate this person does not show up as as enthusiastic about it there are a lot of things going on, especially we all, men and women, both are being conditioned. Men are conditioned to be brave all the time, to show that they have that, uh, what the analogy is used, that don't cry. You're not a girl. Don't cry. You're a boy. Be a boy. So that sort of a conditioning done to the man, and the man has always been shown as a brave, macho man in the society that anything happens. He's not going to uh, show his emotions. If he shows his emotion, he's weak. And man, what it does, actually, man suppress everything inside, bottling up. And then when you hear the uh, woman has a, a tenacity to bottle up, but that they are no. What I was uh, trying to explore over here is we have within ourselves a lot of things. It's not the matter that we don't have that capacity and tenacity. But we are been surrounded by the wrong people. We are always been conditioned to a lot of things. And that's where the problem starts with us. We go through with our journey. We have success in a lot of places, but we come back to the same dialogues, the same conditioning. Men are going through, and then when they retaliate, when they bottle up a lot of things, they come up into different things. They're having a conversation with their spouse or something other. They have a retaliation in terms of you never listen or you never, you think that I'm just, 
I'm just uh, what I call it, like a punching bag. You're just punching me all the time and you think that I'm going to be the same person all the time. What do you think I'm? Yeah, and then, then they have the same demeanor when going back to work because they can't perform properly. Their relationship started to break up. A lot of things is happening. You know, the journey which you mentioned about your journey, how you started to manifest a lot of things is, is, is the journey to go on. A lot of people are being conditioned to not to go on those sort of because they are being told every time you have to work for somebody. You have to follow somebody else's plan. You are not, not, not have that capacity to do the things by yourself because that's what they've been conditioned by their own parents. Their parents have been conditioned by their parents. Their parents have been conditioned by their other parents. So it's, it's coming from the ancestry. It's coming from the ancestry. You know, there is another statement I learned yesterday is my mess is my message. My mess is my message. My failure is my knowledge. Simple as that. You know, if you started to look at this, is this is my message. And my failure is my, my knowledge to you. You know, do you want to do the same mistakes which I've gone through? Or you would like to learn from my knowledge? Learn from my knowledge. Don't do the same mistakes. Because I'm going to be the one who's going to help you go forward. And that's the best part. We, as yourself, being being gone through this, those sort of raft of uh, qualifications and everything, and you hold yourself a, a master practitioner and everything, is just to show people the certificate. It's not about the certificate, it's about the experience you go through. People mm -hmm. have to buy your experience, not the certificate. Certificate is just to show that you got a certificate. Yeah. You've done your degree, you've done your degree, and you went for a job, and you've done your jobs and everything. And are, were you happy? You, because you want to do more. You will say, I, I, I've done this. I need more. I need more. And the more you open the door, the more you just to start to clear your, your unconditioned yourself, everything started to propose yourself. And so this is what it's open. How I use this analogy of, okay, how, is, how big is your bowl to receive the abundance? Is this the bowl, the size of the bowl you are carrying with you? And say, yeah, I need abundance. And universal say, I'll give you abundance that much. Yeah. And then it says, okay, if this is much, then you will say, well, this is not sufficient, but then make they get the bigger ball. But they haven't got a clue how to get the bigger ball. Because they only think I have a small ball. I'm going to carry the small ball everywhere. I'm going to receive the abundance. And abundance is just saying, I'm sending you abundance, but you are not have a bigger ball. How am I going to give it to you? And I said, why don't you change this then change the change this mindset and say, universe is my ball which i receive the abundance in the entire universe will receive will give you all the abundance what you are looking for make a bigger ball say so my universe is my bigger ball and just let the universe send me all the abundance i need and that's the mindset again that's the mindset you know i've been through my journey of was uh, i said to a lot of people that a lot of people says to me sam you have been on uh, 17 years, you got divorced and then you gone through with this and you have your family member have a suicide in your family and say, yeah, that's been, that's been quite a traumatic journey. Traumatic challenges, I would say. A lot of people say it's the challenges. But I shifted those things to adventures. The word for challenges has turned into adventures. Yeah, we have gone through a lot of adventures, 17 years of marriage, yeah, good adventures. I learned a lot of things about a better listener, to be part of my children's life, to be a perfect husband, not a perfect, to be a good husband to my present wife, to know how to go forward with life and everything. So these are all learnings and I have actually appreciated all the adventure I've been through. So I'm not, I'm not unhappy about it. I'm very happy about it. And, and what has happened during the journey of person who has committed suicide in our family, that was also a learning thing for us. Life is, life is, can go anytime. You never know. And that's yeah. what I say. People started to start live the life they are living in. And because mm. they are being conditioned to a lot of things. This is happening. COVID is happening. Oh, is a curse. Is, is, uh, is not a blessing. I says curse or a blessing is depending on you, how you see it. If you, mm. ponder, upon, if you ponder upon negativity, negativity will increase. If you ponder upon positivity, positivity will increase. So it's the choice. You have the choice to decide how you wake, you wake up in the morning and you decide how you're going to execute your day. Is exactly your choice. So 
while I was sharing this, uh, the, the conditioning of men and women, do you, do you see those things still exist in our society, in our culture and everything? And I do, I do very much so, very much so. And it's like what you said as well, like sharing that like preconditioning. And I see that a lot. I mean, the, the main majority of my clients in terms of what, um, who I work with on the coaching and healing side, it's a mixture of coaching and it's also a mixture of healing. Because what happens initially is it's like if somebody is at that stage where they want to up level, they want to reach their truest, their highest potential. So, for example, if they're in their, the workplace and they've been working there for a number of years, but they don't seem to be getting that promotion, getting that pay rise, really accelerating. It's a case of then looking inwards. What is going on inwards? Because it's not like an outward reflection of looking at everybody else. Everybody else is so much qualified. You know, they're in a better position than me. It's looking inside yourself. And what I find is it comes down to maybe a lack of self-belief a lack of self-worth, a lack of self-confidence, even self-love for themselves. And then you get, when you when I start working with people and it's looking at the conditioning, it's a bit like an onion. You know, the analogy of the onion where you peel the layers, you get one layer off and then it, it leads you to a different layer on the other side of the onion. And then you peel that lay, layer off and then there's a smaller layer, then there's a bigger layer and it's layer after layer after layer. And what I find is um, it's all preconditioning because what happens is a lot of the time, we well, every time, <laughs> we are acting everything out on the conscious level, but everything, more than 90% of everything we do is from the subconscious level. And the subconscious is what holds all of our belief system. It holds our memories. It's the big interbank of everything that we do. And when I work with, with particular clients, it's a case of looking at their pre-programming what is going on? Because from the surface level, you could have somebody that looks absolutely fantastic, you know, that they're so diligent in their job, they love it with a passion, but deep down, what is going on in terms of their preconditioning? Where is the lack of confidence coming from? Where is that self-worth? Oh, I'm not good enough. Everybody else is so much better than me. And what I found is, and I'll give you a particular example, it's when you delve deep into the subconscious, the pre-programming can come from four different levels. Okay, the first one can come from the childhood programming. So what happened, and this is even taking it to conception, you know, conception to yeah. birth, taking on the mother's viewpoint and the mother's belief system. So it's, it's looking at the childhood pre-programming. It's then also taking it a step further and looking at the DNA ancestral chain and it's like what you mentioned before Sam it's like looking at your generations like you know the history within your family your your great-grandparents great-grandparents and it's looking at all of that your lineage then it, the third one is looking at your past lives like you know what's happened in other lifetimes and what I find which is really strong is a lot of well the majority of my clients they may have like oaths packs commitments you could call it call it curses things like that which they have have made in previous lifetimes and they're running through the gen through the lifetimes you know so it's putting a stop to that and then the fourth level is your soul level what are you here to learn what are your lessons and then it's getting to the point where for example particular client she wanted to go for a promotion and she's been wanting to go for promotion year after year after year but keeps getting rejection 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 She's actually pre-programmed that she's open to the rejection. She's expecting the rejection. She feels that she's not worthy enough deep down. So on the surface level, she's got the credentials. She's got the qualification. She's got the experience. She's got the attitude. But deep down in her programming, she feels she's got that inner belief that I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. She's got low self-value, low confidence. And where does this come from? When we peeled back the layers of the onion, it came back down to her parents when she was younger, particular memories, which I use timeline therapy, hypnosis, NLP, theta techniques. So there's a lot of techniques, but it's peeling back the onion, going back through um, the childhood where she had a memory of when her children, uh, sorry, her parents used to say to her, oh, you're not good enough. You, you, you know, your sister is better than you. And there used to be that comparison that everybody else is better than the child and the child's not doing good enough, you know. And then the child can't seem to 
you know, get that credibility from the parents because the parents are always comparing her to somebody else. So then she's basically formed that belief from that memory at one particular time. In that case, she's made that decision to form that memory that everything going forward is based on that memory, which then is hidden. It's suppressed because it's deep in the subconscious. And then she doesn't know where that pre-programming came from initially because then she's living her life thinking, I'm not good enough because it's what she heard from her parents. Everybody else is better than me because her parents used to compare her to her sisters. And this is the pre-programming that's very, very common I'm finding. And taking it a step further, I also um, find that when I'm working with clients, if they're suffering from particular like uh, misalignments, disease, so the body's at dis-ease, the body's not at ease, illnesses, so whether it's like thyroid problems, whether it's IBS, whether it's arthritis, whether it's going to the depths of like cancer, leukemia, you know, skin conditions, psoriasis, you know, whatever it is, it's come from somewhere in terms of the root cause. It's getting to the root cause. And a lot of these clients, they come to me when they've been on years and years of medication, whether it's depression, anxiety, and it's mental health awareness month, but that should be ongoing. It shouldn't be a particular month. It should be each and every day, you know, getting in tune with your emotions. And it's literally, it's, it's coming to that point where you look at a particular person and their illnesses, and then they've been on medication for so many years. And the medication aims, we probably know this anyway, suppresses the symptom. It suppresses the symptom. It's a bit like if you had a headache. What's the first thing most people do? I don't do this, but what's the first, first thing most people do? They get a paracetamol. <laughs> they get a paracetamol, which suppresses and sends those full signals to the brain to say there's no pain. So it's artificially created. And then three to four hours later, the headache recurs. It's an ongoing thing. They keep popping the pills because what is causing the headache? What is causing the thyroid problem? What is causing the IBS? What's causing the arthritis, the cancers? You know, all of this disease. And this is what is showing up by and large. And I'm not even going to go on to the COVID debate with the, it being a virus. I'm not even going to go into that because it's about your own personal perception, your misalignments, your beliefs, which a belief is just a thought you keep thinking over and over again. And it's about changing that belief, changing that thought which impacts your emotions, which then impacts your actions, which impacts your results. So by and large, it's like working with particular clients to up-level them, working through their illnesses, working through their diseases, but also working through their limiting beliefs, their limitations and their fears. Because at the end of it, anything is possible. And I really truly believe this, anything is possible. So whether it's a case of you wanna pay rise, you want that promotion at work. You even want to meet your soulmate or you want to rekindle the love in an existing relationship. You can have it all. You know, you can have financial abundance. You know, you can increase your finances. You can use, you know, these powers, these tools of your mind to really create what it is that you want. You can, you know, you can heal different illnesses. You can work towards that transformation. But the first thing is you've got to be willing. You've got to be wanting to know what it is that you want out of life. And the way to do that simply is just to connect to your heart center and just ask yourself, you know, am I happy doing what I do each and every day, the way that I'm doing it with the people around me? Am I happy? Or actually, is it come to, it comes down to, I can actually go out and, you know, I've got more potential. You know, I've got more potential. You know, you can make yourself, you know, your, your, your relationship even more passionate, even more love and joy. And then that comes down to, and I'm going to round this off now, Sam, but that comes down to self-worth and self-love. So if I was to ask you on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest, where do you love yourself right now? 10. And if you go deep down, yeah. And if you go deep down, if you're listening to this, if you're saying less than a 10, question why. Why is it less than a 10? Is it something to do with your appearances? Is it something to do with other people's perceptions of you? Is it to do with your beliefs about yourself? What is it? Because anything short than a 10, you're basically, it's, it's you know, 
it, it's not probably the best place to be, you know, because you can have it. There's a world of possibilities out there, infinite possibilities. And I'm an infinite possibilities trainer as well. But, you know, infinite possibilities out there in the universe. And it's like what you said, Sam. It's that big, you know, not having that small bowl. It's the universe, you know, the universe intelligence and that divine tapping into that divine intelligence to really uplift yourself and up level to achieving your dream life where anything is possible and it can be as it has been for us as it can be for you too yeah so i would like to add this quote which i was looking for and as you mentioned about that we have everything in our our body to heal so this quote is coming from a a muslim tradition of the the first uh, uh, Imam of uh, Shia Muslim. His name is uh, Imam Ali. And he very eloquently said, I will just read it to you. He says, Your sickness is from you, but you do not perceive it, and your remedy is within you, but you do not sense it. You presume you are a small entity. But within you is unfolded the entire universe. You are indeed the evident book by whose alphabets are hidden, becomes manifest. Therefore, you have no need to look beyond yourself. What you see is within you, if only you reflect. That was beautiful. Mm. Yeah. So powerful. It's, it's extremely powerful because we are not looking within ourselves. We are looking at outside, looking for happiness from outside, which is a, which is which gives you happiness, but that is a temporary happiness. It's not a happiness which you are supposed to be taking you with you yourself. You are only looking at it as yeah, I got a car, I got a house, I got a happy this, I got a happy that, I got have this. It's a temporary happiness. It goes fizzle away. When you are content over here, you will look at things and says, oh, so beautiful, a flower, a blooming flower, or looking at the grass, or looking at the weather, looking at the, feeling the air, touch and taste and everything, and you feel blessings on those sort of things instead of looking from outside happiness. And that's the mindset again, Sharon. This is the mindset again. And thank you for sharing so eloquently about your journey, the way you manifested a lot of beautiful things in your life. And that's how you are helping it. And I said to a lot of people the same thing. But because of this conditioning, you know, people suffer. Our older generation is suffering. Oh, I have arthritis. I have this. I have that. I said there is a possibility if you are ready to change. Oh, no, I'm going to have two pills. It's perfectly fine. Suppress it. Suppress it. How long you're going to be suppressing? And one, one day, you realize that those things which you have suppressed has become a cancer, has become mm -hmm. a disease, as you mentioned. So I would like to ask you now, we conclude this session, how people can reach you and... Before you close your, before, before, once you tell us, give us a message to the people who would like to uh, have a fantastic message before we close it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So, yes, yeah, so if you're interested in knowing more about ways to work with me or you just want more inspiration and motivation, I do have a Facebook group. So unfortunately, it's just for women. Okay, so but I'm going to mention it anyway. I'm going to mention it. It's called Anything is Possible. <laughs> anything is possible and within that group on Facebook there's a lot of inspiration there's motivation I do psychic readings on there healing sessions and special offers so there's a lot of things that you can take from there there's thousands of women from around the globe more than 83 countries so you can also formulate friendships you know and increase your social contacts as well so it's a really good place to be and hang out it's very high vibe okay it's very high vibe just to let you know so it's called anything is possible and um, for everybody else out there everybody um i'm also very active on linkedin 
So you can just contact me, Sharon Sammy, on LinkedIn, send me a request and we can connect that way, as well as Facebook. I'm active on Facebook as well, Sharon Sammy. Um, so yeah, so those are the main places at the moment. My website is at the moment in um, development stages and that will be SharonSammy.com. So that will be released in the next couple of months or so. So there'll be a lot of information on there. So yeah, feel free to contact me and let's talk and let's connect. And the ending message, I guess, to everybody is, and I'm going to share my mantra, two mantras. The first one is, I can, I will, I am. It's as simple as that. You can, you will, you can, you really can. So it's, I am, I can, I will. Okay, so that's one mantra. And the second mantra, which is really close to and I use it to basis and I've mentioned it at the start is nothing is impossible anything is possible if you put your mind your body your soul your spirit and your heart into it you can really achieve your true greatness where anything is possible so just aspire for that dream life because it can be possible and it is possible and it's all within your means so you can do it because I can, and I will, and I am. Amazing. Thank you, Sam. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you very much for sharing those uh, mantras again. And I definitely going to uh, put it on somewhere where I can be reading them regularly. I'm, I'm very uh, a fan of affirmations as well. I've been reading affirmations for a long time, and I got some amazing affirmations also jotted down. Um, so thank you very much for sharing those affirmations and those mantras. And this is again, this is again Sam Dosa for your uh, as a host, uh, as we are all guests over here in the world. So it doesn't mind if I call myself a guest as well. <laughs> so thank you very much, Sharon, for sharing the journey with us and being uh, very open about your great adventures. I would say you have taken and being on authentic about it and honest about it. So wherever you're listening and if you enjoyed this podcast, please kindly share with all your friends and family so we can reach out to Sharon's message to as many people. So I would say good morning, good afternoon, good evening and have a fantastic, wherever you are, fantastic day to start with, to end with and to have a rejuvenation in your life and your body and yourselves and your upwards and onwards journey. Take care and bye for now. Thanks. Bye.